From runasradio.com, you're listening to Run As Radio, the internet audio talk show for IT professionals with Richard Campbell. This is Brandon Wen announcing show number 600 with guests Paul Randall and Kim Tripp. Recorded Monday, August 27th, 2018. Run As Radio is produced each week by Pwop Productions, providing professional media and podcasting services online at pwop.com. You can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash runasradio. Thank you, Brandon. This is Richard Campbell, and thanks for listening to Run As Episode 600. Woohoo! 600! <laughs> this is going to go so far off the rails. We were talking about possibly doing sequel, but we just looked and Fuck you said, shit. "Oh, hey, shh. we <laughs> just beep, looked beep, at, beep. <laughs> and you just said there are like ten shows that we have done. We've done our panels at Sequel Intersection twice a year. We did show two hundred. We did show four hundred. Well, those are mostly you. The panels are mostly you. Oh, shut up! Remember, that is folks, so not we true. We actually time her on stage. Oh, that you know. All right. Anyway, it's, it's a running gag. Seven and a half minutes. Yeah, I no, think, I think it's, it's a record. record. Yeah, that is a heck of an answer to talk." Sequel is hard. There's, you know, <laughs> there's a lot shopping. of things on which it depends. All right. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I don't just say it depends and stop. You I can... say it depends, and then I tell you the things on which it depends. So he, she can say it depends for seven and a half minutes. <laughs> no, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's a special thing. It it's... Yeah. So my point was, I think they've heard a lot of sequel, and yeah. I think they've heard you talk to a lot of people about Them. a lot of other people. Yes. Yeah. And we don't know. Well, we, we do. do. We personally do. do yeah. But I don't think all of the listeners know Sir Richard Campbell and as what makes much. Richard tick. Oh God, I don't know what makes Richard tick. Everything makes Richard tick. Yeah, that's that's sort of the, that's sort of the thing. Have you seen Iron Man? He's got one of these little kind of the glowy thing in the glowy thing in his chest. I don't have the glowy thing in his Little reactor thing. Yeah, the arc reactor. Arc reactor. There we go. A little small one. See. You have an insane knowledge of way too many things. Uh, not particularly valuable things. It's just no particularly noise. valuable things eh. in a lot of cases. And lots of nonsense. Like for instance, we. Just, oh my god! Hold on, we just got a creature called an axolotl. Yes. From our daughter who went to college. Yes. What do you know about an axolotl? Oh my I, god! I know there's one directly behind there me. Is one directly behind you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll have to post a picture of Frankie. Hey, Frankie. Do you know yeah. any other facts about axolotls? <laughs> well, they have external gills, which is remarkable. Oh my unusual. gosh! Can you believe this guy? Yeah. Where are they from? What country? Uh, I don't know. Is it in- Mexico? Is it Mexico? Deep, yeah, okay. deep water caves of Mexico. Of Mexico. Oh, yeah. yeah, but he knew why they're fact. white. He knew a fact. Uh, well, you can see them. The external well, gills are so. right there. It's very much like a nudibranch external gills. Yeah. I mean, they even have the frilly part, like a nudibranch gills. Which I mean, but all in gills. Freshwater. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, things still need to breathe. That's true. So, but yeah, and how they breathe is really interesting. I mean, it's just it's fascinating. No, it is. They, so and many you guys cool don't have critters. a bubbler in that tank, like no, no, no. Just I mean, filter. their tank yeah. bred and tank raised, so yeah. they didn't take them out of the wild just yeah. to kind of get that well, out there. We're not, them, we're not a big fan of that. At some point, well, at surprised. some point, sure, but, yeah. but uh, now they're no. There's no bubbler because they don't like any current. Right, of course. Because they live at the bottom of very deep, dark caves. And it's yeah. very and it, still water. It's very still yeah. water. Yeah, and, well, and it scares and, them when there's a current. And there's, there's light here. I mean, if they live in deep, dark caves, they're used to a lot of dark. Yeah. But it yeah, when they're nocturnal. When there's no. Light. He's, he, uh, Frankie looks quite content, and we've had many conversations. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, yeah. You know, for all of the interviews and so forth, we don't talk about the fact that I mean, we've been friends for a long time. 
I was uh, trying to think about it. it. It's at least 25 years. It's, yeah. For you guys? Jeez. For, I'm, yeah. We I'm met in 2003, I want to say. Easily. Um, do you years, remember? So years. Yeah, oh, 15 years. Oh, 15 years. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you remember San, Di- San Diego? <laughs> you guys made me drink before we started this yes. recording. It's so. all true. And I met you in 2006. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I he, guess they're right. 15 years. I was my, thinking a sequel being 25 years. My first years, recording sorry. ever was a .NET Rocks with Carl. Where they called me in my Microsoft office in Redmond, and oh we got God. you to call in, and we outed ourselves. Yeah, that's how you guys were outed. Remember? Yeah, well, was, it was really Richard and Carl. And Carl totally I remember Carl me. saying, when complete, was yeah. last time you guys made whoopee? <laughs> and you just died. Oh, my God. I'm dying I, now. Well, I remember actually blushing. that uh, San Diego Tech Ed, 2004... You had that ridiculous suite. They were doing nice things, and ridiculous. I had done very well in 2003, so they gave me this top floor suite, and it was the most rock star moment I have ever had in my life when I checked out, because I checked out the next morning after we everybody was in the suite that right. night. And, and we they, destroyed that. I know, but I'd go to the desk. I don't know if I've ever told no, you this. No, no. I'd go to the desk, and they said, did you have anything from the minibar? And like this horrified facial expression came over me, and I'm like, what does it cost when you actually have the mini bar? <laughs> and she's like, she's like, maybe we should bill you. And I'm like, that would be That'd fine. That would be fine. You'll just accept the bill. Well, I, I was doing a talk at TechEd 2004 on SQL Profiler. Because nobody else really? wants to do a talk on SQL Profiler. Absolutely, because I used to do performance tuning stuff, right? Oh, wow. And so it's performance tuning SQL Profiler. <laughs> and it was Matt Nunn who asked oh my me God. to do that I talk. I love Matt. Yeah. And he put me on Friday afternoon. Oh, no way. Nobody's there. Well, this is what I said. It's like, I'm just going to tell dirty jokes. Like, that's all I'm going to do for the whole thing. But what I actually did, and I leaned on you for this, was that I realized I needed to engage these people. They were all tired because it was Thursday night. It was the attendee party. So, I bought a little cooler and I filled it with ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> Because they run out of ice cream sandwiches in San Diego. You know, they always pull out the ice cream yeah, coolers, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it, I don't know where they get those. I think the coolers follow the conference around. And like at the bottom <laughs> layer of this cooler Must are these. Old. They're like old. They're like lime pops from like <laughs> Dallas 99. They've been dipped in liquid nitrogen. Like you can put them in your mouth. You just can't get them back out again because they'll freeze to your face, yeah. right? And so and they run out glowing. of ice cream. It was a big scandal in 2004. Of course, there was no Twitter. So nobody could really be outraged. <laughs> So I well, bought, they could be, but just nobody would know. Nobody would yeah. know. <laughs> I bought a case of ice cream sandwiches. I put them in a cooler, and I put them in your freezer in your ridiculous room. You had a freezer in your room? Yeah. I did. She had all Why don't we have kitchen? Have rooms like that now. Yeah. What the hell? It was a very nice room. And in the morning, I grabbed them, and I took them to my session, and it was like, ask a question, get an ice cream sandwich. That's right. I had the uh, full kitchen, yeah. so I had that refrigerator. You had That's everything. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I packed the house. Like, they partied on in my session, because I threw out a lot of ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> and <laughs> I was... I was hung over on a flight already going yes, home at that were, point. You were out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had such good times. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No. Those, you know, the days when we all did the tech ads and, and a lot of us got to know each other and there was none of the separation of the IT pro and dev. Yeah. And, and that was, those were some good times. There's a, a great set of family that I think we've all made from that time. Yeah. Fr- friends that we still have to this day. Oh, know? yeah. And then, there was this really interesting line that you crossed from, Spe- fellow speakers to friends to actual friendships, yes, right? Yes. And yeah. so, and I remember you I mean you guys asked me to MC your wedding at That's a tech right. ed. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was in Orlando. <laughs> well, no, okay, just to be clear, we didn't get married at a tech ed. No, we're not <laughs> just sad. Yeah, okay. We, we did. We actually met at a tech ed. Yeah, 2006. We met at a tech ed. And you, I think it, we were on the floor in Orlando. I'm like, I just come down the escalator or something. You two come running at me. 
And you're like, we have a plan. We have a plan. We need to talk to you. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you know why? That was been we, 2007. Well, it must have been 2007. Yeah. Because, 2007? Because wow. we, we, my father was ill. Yeah. And we had already been talking about getting married. And we, we just went, we're going to do it this summer. And, the, and it, we figured all that out around... Orlando time frame sure. which was spring yeah. and so we were like okay our plan is this and we need you yeah <laughs> and your your father Don and I got along famously like we had a good time there together. wasn't too many people he didn't get no, along he with he was pretty He's awesome crazy guy yeah, fun no. guy yeah we had, we had and it was uh, an off the hook wedding too beautiful it was a lot of fun yeah it's a tough gig though to MC for <laughs> such pro speakers I think what was tougher was none of the family had said anything because well, yeah, the, I learned the first speech. Who was it? It was like it was Michelle, like Huckabee, Brian Huckabee, Randall, Michelle, Brian Randall, and Michelle yeah. stood up, made speeches. Anybody else? No, yeah, he said no, a word. like I'm not but touching that microphone. Exactly. Come on, yeah, no, I learned from that. Let the pros go last. Yeah, yeah, no, let, that's let that's the a good idea. Let the family do the thing. Let the pros go last. It's not fair. It was fun though. I mean, everybody yeah, had, had a great, great time, time and yeah. and it was it was. I didn't. <laughs> As I recall, you weren't wearing pants, so how bad of a bad time could you have had? Yeah. That was later. Yeah, that was later. <laughs> I wore pants All right. on the wedding. I had to take them off later, of course. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm blushing again, I, my I dear. know. You're just like that. How is it that I can get on this show that's supposed to be tech? Did you even say who we are and who you're with? No. Not really. I'll put it in the show notes. I mean, oh, who doesn't know Kim and Paul? It's so silly, really. <laughs> well, and, and of course, you guys live in Redmond, and I'm down here routinely like yeah, at least which, once a by month. the way we're still not talking about you you derailed the show to he's make very, your guest very he smart. Is, met, I, he's very smart i've done a couple of thousand of these i'm good at it <laughs> let me tell you i just okay so can you talk about why you've been down here yeah sure i mean everybody knows i'm working on the book okay, but i come okay. down oh, here i didn't know it was common knowledge yeah, yeah it's, it's been out for a while i mean and honestly like i'm it's so much work. I'm, I'm enjoying it still, which means I haven't worked on it hard enough. But it's, it's sort of the truth. Yes, but your definition of work and normal people's definition of work are probably slightly skewed. Uh, I'm with you. But even before <laughs> the book, I was coming down. I would come down almost every month because talking to the product teams, like sort of knowing where everybody's at, it's just good for the shows. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. people kind of are bad. I, I get this question every so often of folks who are like, wow, I was listening to your show when you talked about this and this and this, and then Microsoft made this great announcement, and now I know exactly what to do. Thanks so much. And it's like, <laughs> listen, it's insider ball, right? Like the product teams learned a number of years ago, if you kind of tell me where you're going, I will make shows to prepare people. I get won't people leak, ready. I won't leak your secrets. And if and sometimes stuff doesn't ship. I mean, that's sort of reality, you just like right? People's secrets like ours, like who well, we're dating, and actual life secrets. Yeah, life secrets—they're <laughs> yeah. out there. Not, I'm not going to do that. Product <laughs> secrets—I'm going to take care of. But it, in my mind, it's like we help everybody when we do this, right? To no, sort no, of no, help, help people get prepared when the announcements come down. They know what to do. Like it just moves the ball forward for everyone. And and so my favorite place in the world to stay is to hear, right? It's like, if you guys are in town and you're often not. Yeah, you, we're you, usually not you in know, town. I think you're just saying that so we keep giving you free hotel rooms. It's, let, let's get <laughs> this clear. The room is nice. Whiskey, whiskey wine, <laughs> yeah. food. Yeah, I got a good deal. That's like, true. That's hard, true. It's hard to be unhappy, but uh, you think about the friendships in this circle. Like the big line is get we don't only meet at conferences. No, that's yeah. true. Absolutely. There's so many folks that you know when you're in this speaking circuit. You only see them, only never see them in their homes. Yeah, never, that's true. And, and Although it's still hard, you know. I mean, it is even hard. you even, guys have only been up to my place a couple of times, generally for the big true. parties. Right? Yeah, 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 true. The fortieth and the fiftieth, and 
Yeah, because when we get to the Pacific Northwest, for us, well, yeah, sometimes we kind of want to be home yeah, for no, a week totally. or two, well, and then we fly out again. So. We're so sick of Richard, because he's down here every bloody month. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> I want to see somebody else. Yeah, that's true. Very that's often. true. It's like, oh God, it's Richard again. <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you, the book has turned the bedroom up the knob. Is full, Richard. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I think it's your daughter's bedroom. It's one of her daughters. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got one off the to university now. I know. You know what was we funny get to was, take that room back. Kira actually said, "Can Richard sleep in Katie's room?" So I don't have to change uh, the sheets again. I'm like. No, because he likes that room with your decor. <laughs> yeah. But it's my room. You're laboring under the misapprehension that this is your house. It's my house, and Richard's my friend. <laughs> but I'll you change know, the sheets for you before you were, come down. If she was clever, she'd switch rooms right now. Oh, that's true. You know, but she doesn't like the orange decor. That Katie yeah, had. see, the orange you, was Katie. You know, knowing how often you people redecorate, she could convince <laughs> you to repaint that room anytime. Well, yeah. I would kind of like to repaint their room. I'll, I'll drop a note to. to I like kind of an idiot room. says to like a seven-year-old, which was whatever how, color you want, whatever your color you want. Right. Let's go to the paint store. Katie chose like freaking bright orange, bright orange. The room you needed sunglasses to go in there when it was painted, I and then it. Kira chose like this. Aqua blue. Oh, it's and nasty blue, white, and black. Yeah, well, Richard and likes it. Tiger print, or you know, whatever. I am. By the time I get into that room, I am not. <laughs> he doesn't sober. notice the well, that's decor. True. I mean, this, this is why the doll <laughs> all the wine and the so whiskey, far, yeah. right? So I just sleep there. I get up in the morning. I take a shower. Typically, I let myself out. You guys are not that's early true. risers. That's true. We're, we're late. Yeah, late people. you work yeah. late, and uh, and I go about my thing, whatever that may be. <laughs> Speaking of which, we keep d- you, the Richard. Book. You are the really book. good at this. Have you met me? I'm, I have a lot of experience. <laughs> Tell us about the book. Well, why are you doing the book? Is it yeah, actually, question? that's a really good question. Never, people don't make money from writing books. No, no, and like I, super and of course, I'm least, I'm least, know, It's a labor of love. Why? Yeah. Uh, I got invited to the uh, anniversary party for .NET. So in, two, in 2017, was the 15th anniversary, 15th anniversary of anniversary. .NET shipping. 15, yeah. And that was in February. And so the wow, I worked for Microsoft then. Yeah, there's a there's a Microsoft alumni group, which I mean, nominally both of you should be a part of. But it's yeah, quite Microsoft a, alumni the, network. The alumni yeah. network. We are part mm-hmm. of the network. So the alumni network wanted to throw a party for the 15th anniversary of .NET shipping, and they reached out to uh, the existing .NET team and said, "Hey, we're going to throw this party. Da 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 da. Can you help with some money and so forth?" They rented a pub. And they were, you know, it was a brew pub, it was this whole setup. In Seattle or Redmond? I Redmond. Oh. And so the the marketing people from .NET contacted me, and they're younger. And they and they said, hey, you know. Old we're, man. We're, yeah. Hey, old man, <laughs> by the way. You know. Uh, we're throwing this party, and there's all these people invited, and I don't know who half them are. And I'm like, well, send me the list. And I looked at them, I'm like, I know who all these people are, right? And we talked about who they were, and they said, okay, well, you need to help us with the party. I'm like, okay, fine. And uh, and so it ended up being a Channel 9 thing. So we actually oh, okay. had a Channel 9 crew. They gave me a little space in the back, and I just oh. sort of grabbed folks, and we did a little happy birthday.net, right? And I there was also a moment where I realized, arguably, I remembered better, better than those people did about what they did back then. Oh, even the people you were pulling in. Well, because they're technology people, yeah, right? Yeah, and they've, they've always they've, worked on the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And the, the current thing is the thing that's super – they don't totally. necessarily remember the and, 18 and we, paths. And we them. want them to be focused on that. Exactly. Right? I mean, that's exactly. what they do. And I'm a professional – I'm just a minstrel, right? I'm just a storyteller. And so <laughs> being a – I remember you all, with a little loot. That's it. No, no. no I'll, play your, I'll play the loot for you. I'm all in, right? But I remembered all the stories. I remember what they worked on. 
Patreon to the point where they're literally looking at me going, wow, yeah, I read, I did do that and, and so forth. We got all these little five and they're all on channel nine by there's 20 of them or something, right? The little wow. five minute nuggets. But I came out of it going, you know, if we don't write this, this is a story that needs to be told. We're going to yeah. forget. Yeah. That's what I'm more concerned about. Yeah. I remember, but most people don't. It's a great time to write it down. Yeah, yeah. And, and plus, .NET's in a good place. Like, we had some dark times. <laughs> and so, we're sort of on this other corner now where, where things are getting better. And, and you know, it's sort of a bright light. And one of the ways to understand how bright a light is, is to understand how dark it got. Yeah, that's true. And so, I think that's a, sort of the opportunity there. Now, as much as this show's already off the rails, I'm going to do the housekeeping part. So, Kim and Paul. Do you think you're actually going to have a sponsor for this show? <laughs> you know, dial more whiskeys for me. I have friends. <laughs> Let me do the break, okay? Let's give me a sec. Now let's have a brief pause for this most important message. Windows desktops and laptops aren't going away anytime soon. They're still domain joined and non-domain joined. They're on-premises and always on the go. Policy Pack increases your Windows security for your on-premises and roaming PCs. Remove local admin rights, manage all the security settings in your browsers in Java, and tame Windows 10 start screens and taskbars. Got machines out in the field without the latest group policy settings? Then use Policy Pack Cloud or your own MDM service to deploy real group policy settings to those machines, only with Policy Pack. Get your free trial today and learn the secret weapon that hundreds of admins are using to manage and secure their Windows 7 and 10 desktops on-premises and out in the field. Head over to policypack.com to get started today. Policy Pack, securing your standards. And we're back. It's Richard Campbell here with my friends Paul Randall and Kim Tripp. Dun, we're, da, da, da. we're celebrating episode 600. 600 on yeah, I happen to be down in Redmond. I'm doing more interviews to the book tomorrow. So we've had an evening. As usual, we've had a lovely feast of Indian food, and we have been drinking copious amounts, which is fairly normal for us Ow. as well. Do you think the microphone's going to pick up me crunching an ice cube? Probably, but Brandon will fix that. Brandon makes even you sound smart, man. He's good. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I used to like He's you. a magic man. <laughs> he is magic. <laughs> so that's the book. Go ahead, ask me another question. I double well, dog there. I, I think it's... Really fun that you have finally been doing even more hiking and getting familiar with the Pacific Northwest, you know, like, and, and you have now have the cabin in the woods. Yeah, and so that's totally Stacy's idea. Yeah. Right. Like Which I, I love. Yeah. It's such a cool thing. So, no, he hasn't invited us there yet. I have he invited has. you many <laughs> times. He has. Yeah. We just I'm never here. here. No, you're not here. And I, and, it, and I honestly, like, it wasn't my idea, right? Like, this was totally her idea. And I was against it. But sometimes you're outnumbered one to one. This happens to me too. <laughs> Kimberly has all these fantastic ideas. Like the TV. The oh, TV my story. oh my goodness. No, that TV. I'm not derailing this with the TV story Are you because kidding? I will get too irritated. That is the greatest TV <laughs> story of all time. T- that is a good TV all story. Right, hold on. But the thing that made me just love the fact that you kind of have this cabin in the woods is yes. you, of course, have to have high tech. And one of the first things you did was you put Nest cameras out. Everywhere. And you ended up catching this, like, sea otters. party They're of river sea otters. River otters. This party it's not of a party. otters it's in a your pl- pool, it's in a your platoon. pond. Like, is it called a platoon? Is that the actual No, name? it's a romp of otters. A romp of otters. <laughs> but that, <laughs> but that is not, awesome. these otters were not romping. 
Oh, this was a military. Mo- that is a dozen <laughs> otters, and I'm telling you, the sergeant went first, that and was he was the watching most over epic the pond. Video, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I loved it, and yeah. I just thought this is really fun. This and I, is, you know, like, I, you work a lot, you work hard. We all, you know, work hard, play hard. But I was just, I thought that was a really cool thing that you guys did, and I'm, I'm loving that watching inspired, your. That's video. what inspired me to. Get and then you cameras. got Nest cameras, and we've been watching stuff in raccoons. our. We have raccoons. Yeah. <laughs> Probably go through every day, right? Yeah. It's just normal routine. No, it's uh, funny. I've now added, I have a beautiful clip of a bear coming out of my backyard and walking out to the front. Oh, very nice. But that's at, at the house. At the, at the house. Yeah, in, yeah, in the yeah. I've seen that. That's yeah. amazing. So I'm to train the bear. Yeah. <laughs> we got, like peanut butter things for it to pick up. He never stopped. He was just a steady movement. Right? <laughs> it was a great dolly shot. We just pulled back there we the go. whole way. Yep. I, I use it as an open for a slide deck now because anywhere other than the Pacific Northwest, like it, especially the Australians, it stops them in their tracks, you know. The Aussies <laughs> may have everything poisonous in the world, but a bear walking out of your backyard, <laughs> they don't know what to do about that. Uh, so, yeah, it's the, the Nest Cams, we've got lighting control. I have a 500-watt halogen bulb positioned on the corner of the lot now that shines down for the walkway. So you can see where I call it the eye of Sauron. <laughs> no, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> light, of course you do. You turn that light on, you can see the future. <laughs> but it's yeah, controllable from the phone. So That's just awesome. Click. It's a it's a bring in high tech to the country. Yeah, totally. We got some of these Nest cameras for inside the house for when we're not here. Oh right, because you so, guys are away a lot. So we can talk to the cats. Mm. <laughs> we have we have them in the bedroom and so we'll we can actually get on our yeah, phone. Yeah, see now and that doesn't sound right. Up. It's only plugged in when we're not here. Yeah, we're not here. Exactly. <laughs> Let's be so very clear. You guys need a pet cube. I have one. He, we haven't set it up. Right. I, it's the one where you can put you treats more? in, yeah, put treats and you in can it. talk on the internet, and then have a treats pop out. Yeah, oh my God. and you can do a laser pointer. Yeah, like, no, it's like if you want to play with your cats remotely, it's the pet cube. Yeah, if there's a cat thing, we have one. <laughs> oh yeah, you have <laughs> all the like crazy the boxes that might like pluck and pull boxes, and, Of course, they, they, you know, all the cats care about is being able to hide. It always makes me think it's like fucking something. it's a beat. It's another beat. No, BB, so Pelican BB, BB. cases have this moldable foam called pluck and pull foam, right? And you can it just pull sounds out. Sounds rude, but only if you do it right. <laughs> it doesn't sound rude to nice people, anyway. So you can pull do out we have these. Any of those listening? <laughs> <laughs> Probably listening, not in this room though. All right. So anyway, you pull out the little cubes, and you can like form it for domes and different camera parts. So that's what Pelican cases are about. It's your camera parts. Yes. And then I I was switching and remolding some foam, so I took the foam out, and the cats just went crazy. So now our living room is like a bunch of old pluck and pull foam just laying all over. It's like it's a like- bull pit. You can't jump in because it's not deep enough. <laughs> it is. It's terrible. It's like our house is taken over by cats. Your house is taken over Tell by the TV it, story. Oh, my God, the TV story. But this is Richard's time, That's although right. it is. break now. It We're is- in a slide down. <laughs> all right, so. It's not a long story. The greatest vintage TV I, of all it was time. A good, that was a damn good TV. Oh, yeah. God. Okay, so in 1999, I got this rear projection <laughs> TV, 60 inches, and it was a good TV, but by- In 1999. In 1999. And, and it had an HD option right. that we had never we bought. Never. No, we had never bought and added on the HD option. So here we were in like 2014, 2015, and I'm so saying I to I used Paul, to come back down here for the nostalgia <laughs> of looking at that TV. So Paul used to say to me, it's a Tuesday TV. It's a Tuesday, which, of course, if they're made on Monday, they're usually not as predictable and reliable. 
and they're made on Friday. People are rushing to go home. Right. So his joke was it was a Tuesday TV. So it was great. It was solid. And it's fine. We had one TV in the house. We only watched movies occasionally. We weren't home all the time. Right. We don't need a new, you know, 4K crazy TV. I never said that. was me that said that. That was somebody it else. Was no, no, I was it was too. It was too. So finally, I started researching a new TV and picked all these things and found the TV. And anyway, we got the TV. We put it up. And there is not a week that goes by. It used to be daily. But there's right. not a week that goes by where he doesn't go... I don't know why you wouldn't let me get a new TV. We should have gotten this sooner. I swear, if, if you know, if, you, a lovely if you hear about some tragic accident, it's justifiable. Let's it's just say that. Yeah. It's probably television related. Television. <laughs> television related. Television fell on his head. Kicked, kicked out of the truck at speed. Cause television. <laughs> the television incident. Nice. <laughs> So what else can we say about Richard? Well, let's talk about all the places you have hiked and walked and visited. Because mm. peak bagging, you're not really, I'm not, I'm not, you're not a crazy not, peak not, bagger. No, Forte was always the peak bagger, yeah. but he talked me in. I've done. He talked Kilimanjaro you into some crazy once. things. I've done Kilimanjaro with him. Yeah, Twice, just once. Once, once, once was Everest enough. Base camp. Been to Everest Base Camp. Yeah, that's true. Uh, with with uh, Stevie. Um, and I've actually been to, to Dempaul four times with him. So the Everest Base Camp was the first one. Uh, which is just, I mean, it's a long walk uphill. It's a lot, uh, and, but totally worth it. But we enjoyed the Sherpa that we worked with so much. And he worked Nigma, with him right? Nick- Nima, Nima. Nima okay. I have name. only seen him on Facebook. Nima so. and Pemba. And so That's right, yeah. uh, when Stacy decided she wanted to go, we we went back, but we went to their village. We went to Shanghai. Right, you did the school yeah, with we like Kathleen on the school. and That's a few That's right. And yeah. Kathleen Dollar came with us, and we and we actually helped build a library in the school, all of which got destroyed in the earthquake oh, in, no. in 2016. Oh. It's fine. We raised a lot of money. They've rebuilt everything. Oh. Like Actually, I'll tell you, that you experience mean. really taught me the trouble with uh, ch- with charitable tourism. So listen, like those those buildings were built by local people, uh, and they had chased those local carpenters and things away because the tourists were in town. We were supposed to bang a few nails in and you know carry on for a week, and then they you know, they would continue on, and we would drop our supplies off and and so forth. Now, because I'm me, I brought my general contractor with me. <laughs> As one does. As one does, right? And so, and Roger was absolutely, the guy who built my house, right? And I, and I convinced him that, that Paul's going to be a guest. He totally agreed and had a wonderful time. So, in the three days that we were actually on the site or the school, because I have this professional with yeah, me, yeah. we actually built the, the library in three days. Like, he spent one day measuring and planning and looking through the materials, the next day cutting the entire day, getting everything prepped. Measure twice, third, cut once. And the third day, we hammered everything up, and it's like, we put up all the walls in the in the library, we put up all the shelving in the library, we put benches in, like, we weren't supposed to get anything done. Oh, wow. That's what, you know, most of this touristy charity stuff is really about get your money, go through the thing. And that's the thing. There was perfectly competent people that were there. This was from a fiscal responsibility point of view, it was stupid. For the what we spent to go there, like oh, you'd be better just sending the money. Send them the money yeah. and take like take your portion and go to Cancun and drink margaritas for a week. Right. And right. send the rest to them. Right. They'll build more, do more, like it's more sensible. And when and at, for better or worse, after the earthquake, when all that stuff got leveled, that's what happened, right? All of our friends got together and we contributed money in, and the local teams built a better school and a better library, and they saved all the books. And 
you know, we were better off. Like, right? and it, so as I got involved with more charity stuff with humanitarian toolbox and so forth, that this weighed heavily on my mind. Like, yeah. there's there's efficient charity and there's inefficient charity. Interesting. And so you really got to think about, you know, how are you really benefiting people all around on all those things. That's a great point. Yeah, and so I loved my time in Shangba. It was nice to see the village. It was great to have Stacy along and to, to have those experiences with us. Um, the other, the two other treks that I've done there, uh, one of them was we got an opportunity to go to Lomantang. And so Lomantang is the, the town closest to Tibet. This is the route that the, the Dalai Lama took when he escaped from Tibet. Oh, when right. The Chinese yeah. took and it's a restricted area. It's very ecologically delicate. And so there's a lottery. And the, and again, the, the, the Sherpa, the Nima and Pema, the folks we go with, uh, we've always gone with had been entering the lottery for years and years and never, ever got passes to go up there. And the first time though, and the only time they got them, they called you, they called us. And so we all went, uh, and Joel Semeniak joined us as well. And there was only, it was a very small group. It was about six. And so you were basically hiking through high desert and each day you'd go down into a valley that had a little bit of water that had a little village in it. And so we'd stay in the village and then we'd go to the next one and we'd go to the next one. It was, it was very hard work, but the, the archaeological significance like this, what I saw there doing that particular trek was sort of the evidence that the, Sherpa, which are really Nepalis uh, and and Tibetans, they're Mongols. They're originally from further north, and they're quite a violent people. And right. so the history of that violence and that warfare is from a thousand years ago is there. And then as Buddhism moved through, it changed. And they largely don't want to talk about that, but the evidence was all there, and we kept seeing it on this hike. And it wasn't until we actually got to Lomantang and we were able to go to the royal palace and we were able to see the museums and sort of look or any, and then I sort of put, I was able to see all the pieces and go, ah, oh, I see what happened here. Like this is a society transformed and you sort of, this is the root of all of that was, was in this part of the world. So it, yeah, it gave me, a, I, I really appreciate it. It's like people change and, the, and what is this, what does a cultural shift look like? It, it, it takes a hundred years. Yeah. And so the, the evidence is there. That's and like, then we went back again in 2014. We did Annapurna, sort of classic hike in the, up to the Annapurna. And again, Stacy came along. And we went up to Annapurna's base camp, which is it's a good long walk. But uh, for that, by 2014, they had Wi-Fi all the way. <laughs> no way. You were online. <laughs> oh we God. are at the top end of the Annapurna Valley. Like the summit is over there and we're at the base camp. That's and ridiculous. That's, and you yeah, can still really order an Uber. I mean, it won't come, but you can order one. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, those, those those are a good set of tracks. Like, they've been a great experience. Ah, I'm probably due to go back. But. No, and, you know, you just make me think about a lot of the things that you've done or influenced kind of ecologically or even just for conservation. Like, when we did the elephants back oh, in. Oh, right. And Tech at Asia. Some, and, uh, Kuala Lumpur. In, in Kuala Lumpur. And we had that elephant 2004, reserve. Yeah. Oh, I did that for several years. I know. And, and we got, we brought in some tech for them. Well, we every time. In, it was uh, Tim Huckabee that actually drove yeah. that. Huckabee sent me a photo of you on an elephant before we got married and said, do you, are you sure you want to marry this woman? <laughs> <laughs> That's because the guy was sitting there with this like cigarette hanging from his mouth. He had his hand Hands on my thigh. <laughs> yeah. He's keeping you from falling off. Yeah. So I remember um, Mentopian who was the bigger female. She was younger than the than the working elephants, but she was the one we would ride. And I was- And on, go into the river. And she would dive into the river. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so you're riding on this elephant, 
There's two or three of us on the elephant at the time, and she would walk into the river, and at a point, she would literally dive. So, you'd go sailing off this elephant. <laughs> you'd land in this sort of murky water, and I'm underwater. I'm thinking, you know, there's an elephant around here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you come up, you can't see the elephant. Yeah. It's still down there. So, what she's doing is she's lying on her side in the gravel in the river, and she's Scrunching snorkeling. She loves it. Yeah. And she's literally... Put her trunk up, take a breath, and go back down. So she's just <laughs> laying there. And so we'd have to find her under the water. And then you'd take the wire brushes to her. Like, you give her a scrub. Oh, I see. Loved it. Loved it, loved it. One of the trips, and I don't know if you were on this particular trip, there was this French guy. And somehow, he had offended <laughs> Mentopian. Okay. I don't remember that. So, so every time Mentopian would snorkel, but it makes sense, just she would pick up a mouth. There. She would pick up a trunk full of, of gravel. <laughs> And she'd blast this guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, literally, like, bam, he would be covered in muck and, and gravel. And then he'd move to a different location. And she, like, the elephant's underwater the whole time. The snorkel comes up again, blasts him again. Hit him three <laughs> times before he got the hint. You should get out of the river. Yeah, might want to step further away. At some point, I'm, just, I'm looking at Steve like, what the heck did he do? Right. To upset this elephant quite this much. There's amazing stories of animals getting just their knickers in a twist with some it. person or so something. So, do you remember Mawar Ellis? It was the little male. He was like a two-year-old the first time I met him. And he I mugged do. me from my water bottle. I do remember that because he was really handsy with his trunk. Oh no, he was uh, yeah, he's in your <laughs> pants and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. So he, he steals was, like, searching in pockets. Oh and, yeah, yeah. So he steals my one liter water bottle. It's a jungle, right? It's flipping hot. He steals my one liter water bottle from me, wrestles it out of my hands, unscrews the top, drains the whole thing in his trunk, throws the bottle at me, shoots the water in his mouth, and then runs away from me with his trunk <laughs> up and his tail. Like, <laughs> the next year I come back, he spots me from the crowd, rams me, like knocks me over, takes my water bottle, does it again. No way. Wow. The next year I come back, and now I'm ready. For, now I'm no you longer have a shy. Pack, right? well, I've spent a couple of years now. I've done elephants a few times. I'm no longer afraid. It's like, and he's bigger. So as soon as I saw him, I'm like, you bastard. And I got my water bottle, but now I'm not like, ooh, it's the animal. Be careful. I'm like, I'm taking this thing on. I come straight at him. He plows me, just sends me sailing <laughs> and then walks over almost sort of sad because I'm laid out like gasping for air, takes my water bottle, drains it, bops me on the head with my no bottle and drinks it again. Like nice try. Right. And, and then they, ha you know, the problem is as the males mature, they get really aggressive. Right? Yeah, and that's they when they have issues. The next year he's gone. And I, yeah. I, 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 but it's like elephants remember, man. Like it's, it's extraordinary. They definitely do. Yeah. It was a ton of fun. Yeah. That was, that was a cool experience. But I remember it being very hot. And I remember sweaty, that so collectively, sweaty. like Brian Noyes, yeah. Huckabee, yeah. you, me, I feel, oh, Malik was with Malik, us. Malik and almost certainly Forte. Yeah. It, I don't think he was. He might have missed there one. that yeah. one. But I, I remember just this photo of the group of us dripping in sweat oh. and like so unattractive. And yet yeah. we had so and much fun. Oh, Gokshin was there too. And Gokshin, yeah. 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 That was a whole crowd of us. God, good times. Uh, I don't know. It's 35 minutes. That's a show, for oh better God. or worse. <laughs> We didn't uh, say anything technical at all. No, no, that's a lot. It's the 600th show. 600th show. I think they can have a, a half an hour of non-techy goodness and learn a little bit about Richard. So I haven't missed a Wednesday is since we started in April of 2007. It's been every single Wednesday for 
seriously every single wednesday for more than 11 years and uh pretty impressive couldn't do it without listeners like you know i i don't i really don't feel like i'm shouting into the void I get no, no, yeah, no, no. I, I mean, get emails every day. Every yeah, same show. thing with blogging and stuff. Absolutely, yeah, yeah emails. Uh, they come up to us at the show and they're like, "Oh, I listened to that show and I heard about this, that." And I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, the, the listeners so, are the the whole point of why we do this. It's it's crazy to realize how long it's just been a part of my life. It is reflex. I think about what I'm going to work on next, how what the topics are. Like it's just a p- complete part of my cadence, and uh, and I I'm grateful to you two for being a part of it. Literally for oh, almost the entire. We love you, man. Yeah, <laughs> your first show was your first show was in 2007. Like you were in the right? first year. 34. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Within Something the first like year. That, yeah. So here we are, twelve. You know, eleven, twelve years later, and we're still friends. <laughs> yeah. Somehow we put up with each other. Yes. I can't wait till 11 or 12 years from more, now more? to talk about more adventures. I mean, I we've mean, gone on vacation together. Yes, we have. We've, I mean, we've done a Lots lot. And I yeah. think there's, I think there's a lot a more birthdays, for us to. A few weddings. Well, we one, still anyway. have your R up on the you rooftop. Do, yeah, <laughs> the R. For my 50th <laughs> birthday, my wife made, a, my spelt out my name in giant letters. Like four foot letters. Yeah, four foot letters. And you guys stole an R. Well, Oh, steal. I stole the, the R. The, the R. That start was the one I yeah. got. And there's at least one photo of you wrestling with it in bed, which is disturbing. Is. I have clothes on, though. Yeah. Well, and, and and it travels down to Redmond because it had to cross the border. Yeah. That's true. How he did you get that R across the border? Did <laughs> he explain that? They didn't care. They didn't, they they didn't, didn't care. see it in the back. They, it's just an R. We looked pretty, you know, reasonable. Yeah. So okay. they just let us pass. So here it is. It's the only, the last of the letters are gone. There, so you, I know, because Stevie you know, let us what down. What was funny was going up into Canada for his birthday party. Mm-hmm. We said, we're going to a birthday party. And he's like, what are you bringing me as a present? And we said, we're not. And he's like, that's a bit strange. Are you sure? But weren't we? Didn't no, we? I got him a bottle of whiskey. Remember, I got him like a 25-year-old bottle of Dalmore. But, yeah. but I didn't give it to him then. No, I, we did. I'd we, given, no, I'd given it to him at the... Did I? Yeah, no, we had it. Did and we? they. I think they gave us crap for bringing alcohol. Oh, it was Stacy's birthday party. Oh. Where we didn't have... Uh, oh. The year before. Yeah, yeah, Stacey's yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it was before. the Manta that we had shipped... Oh and yeah, and the man. Not a real manta. Listen. Oh, yeah. no, no, it's a little. <laughs> it's a lovely that. carved manta ray. <laughs> it's on our mantelpiece. A whole eighteen foot wide yeah, manta no, baristi. No, 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 it's no. gonna take a lot of UPS money. Yeah. It, they should not be sending fins. Don't get me started. No, no, I'm in the whole one. No, yeah, it's the not thing. the point. I know, I know, I know. Nice. <laughs> anyway, you're right. This is the when we got to the border, we we got to the border and they said, "What are you bringing?" Yeah. And we didn't have a present. So and they actually really they, gave they a tip. They're like, sh- well, "You're why, lying. Yeah. Why are you going to a birthday party without a present?" And I'm like. <laughs> I'm like because we, had to we, sh- we, had to, we told them sorry, we, we to- shipped a wooden manta or something from Indonesia to her. And I think yeah, there was something weird about. He didn't it. trust us. No, yeah, no, we, I wouldn't trust you. Yeah, we us. looked pretty dodgy. I guess. Yeah, you're sketchy. But for your party, it's I don't think they gave us crap. No, you can produce a twenty-five dollar, twenty-five year old bottle of booze. It's like close enough, good enough. Thanks very much. Yeah, they don't yeah. care, especially if it's only one or two bottles. Nice. <laughs> well, we, we drank them all. Goodness knows. I do think we did. Yeah. I, yeah. We've got some more to drink tonight, too. Yes, we do. Yeah. So let's wrap this thing up so we can carry on drinking. There Come you on. go. <laughs> Friends, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thanks, you guys. And we listen, love doing it. And for everyone who's listening, thank you again for listening to the show. Couldn't do without you. And we'll talk to you next time on Run As Radio. Mm-hmm.